No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see where God calls out Israel on her obstinance. She heard God's words but did not know them. Yet the Lord would refine and redeem her from Babylon for his own sake. We hope you join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Isaiah chapter 48 on Simply the Bible. Isaiah was looking about 175 years into the future after the children of Israel would be taken captive to Babylon. Then God would raise up the Persian king Cyrus to issue a decree whereby they could return to Jerusalem to rebuild their temple. We continue today in Isaiah chapter 48. Hear this, O house of Jacob, who are called by the name of Israel, and have come forth from the wellsprings of Judah, who swear by the name of the Lord, and make mention of the God of Israel, but not in truth or in righteousness. For they call themselves after the holy city and lean on the God of Israel. The Lord of hosts is his name. Now Jacob received his name because when he was born, he was grasping the heel of his twin brother Esau. So they named him Jacob or heel catcher. But when Jacob wrestled with the angel of the Lord all night, then God changed his name to Israel meaning governed by God. Now the Jewish captives in Babylon, even though they bore the name of Israel and had sworn in the name of Yahweh, they did not hold his name in truth and righteousness. Like so many today who profess to be Christians but do not keep the Lord's commandments, Israel claimed to be governed by God but did not follow him. They were guilty of hypocrisy. They also called themselves after the holy city of Jerusalem, yet they were unwilling to leave Babylon to go back there and rebuild the city. Verse 3, I have declared the former things from the beginning. They went forth from my mouth and I caused them to hear it. Suddenly I did them and they came to pass because I knew that you were obstinate and your neck was an iron sinew. And your brow bronze. Even from the beginning, I have declared it to you. Before it came to pass, I proclaimed it to you, lest you should say, My idol has done them, and my carved image and my molded image have commanded them. So God proved to them that He was unlike any other God, unlike any of their idols. He did it by declaring the former things from the beginning. Isaiah had told them that the Babylonians would invade Judah and take them captive over a century before it happened, and then God brought it all to pass. He declared these things in advance because Israel was obstinate and stiff-necked. They would not keep his covenant but turned to their idols. Therefore, God spoke of the things to come so that they would glorify him and not their idols." You have heard, see all this, and will you not declare it? I have made you hear new things from this time, even hidden things, and you did not know them. They are created now and not from the beginning. And before this day you have not heard them, lest you should say, of course I knew them. 
Surely you did not hear. Surely you did not know. Surely from long ago your ear was not opened. For I knew that you would deal very treacherously and were called a transgressor from the womb. Now God was telling the Babylonian captives new things. In reality, Isaiah had declared these things 175 years previously, but they had not understood them. Now God was granting them understanding. Do you know that this is how God's word works? We can read something and it has no meaning to us until the Lord opens our heart to understand it. Then we have that aha moment. God gave them a new insight of his word because he didn't want them to say, oh, I already knew that. Our trust in our own knowledge can keep us from learning new things or receiving new spiritual insights from the Lord. Now, God's essence, you didn't know these things before now, so don't say that you did. You are deaf to my words. I didn't open your ears until now because I knew that you would deal treacherously with me. What a sad indictment against the Lord's people. For my name's sake, I will defer my anger. And for my praise, I will restrain it from you so that I do not cut you off. Behold, I have refined you, but not as silver. I have tested you in the furnace of affliction. For my own sake, for my own sake, I will do it. For how should my name be profaned? And I will not give my glory to another. God would defer his anger for the sake of his name. He would restrain himself to receive praise. Now, their deeds deserved that they should be cut off. Certainly, the law declared it. But rather than cutting them off, God patiently refined them by putting them in the furnace of affliction. They were taken captives. They had been in Babylon for 70 years. All of this was God's discipline. He chastened them to cure them of their hypocrisy, obstinacy, and idolatry. He suffered long with them, not because they were righteous, but because he is gracious. This is also why God is patient with us. He saves us, not because we are worthy, but because of his grace. He does not give to us as our sins deserve, but is merciful toward us. Then he refines us, putting us in the furnace of affliction. He does it to remove the impurities in our lives. David said, it was good that I was afflicted, for then I learned your ways. When we are in the furnace of affliction, we should rejoice, for God is purifying us and making us more like Jesus. God did all of these things for his own namesake, because he will never share his glory with anyone. Verse 12, listen to me, O Jacob, and Israel, my call, I am he, I am the first, I am also the last. Indeed, my hand has laid the foundation of the earth, and my right hand has stretched out the heavens. When I call to them, they stand up together. God is the one who controls all eternity and knows the end from the beginning. He speaks and brings all things to pass according to his purpose. In the book of Revelation, Jesus said, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Now, from the beginning, the Lord planned all things and then 
brings them to pass as he wills. He makes everything serve his purpose. The Lord stretched out the heavens. (laughs) How big is the universe anyway? No one really knows, but astronomers estimate that the diameter of the observable universe is anywhere from 28 billion light years to 92 billion light years. Let's just say that it is really, really big. But God commands the earth and heavens to do his will. Verse 14, all of you assemble yourselves in here. Who among them has declared these things? The Lord loves him. He shall do his pleasure on Babylon and his arm shall be against the Chaldeans. I, even I, have spoken. Yes, I have called him. I have brought him, and his way will prosper. So again, God is saying, look, who has declared all of these things in advance? It is me, not your idols. And I will be against Babylon. They were still captives there, but soon King Cyrus of Persia would come. God would call him and bring him and prosper him in his way so that he would defeat the Babylonians and set the Jewish captives free, but not everybody would want to go and leave Babylon. They got comfortable there. And there would only be a remnant that would go through the hard work of pioneering and rebuilding the temple and Jerusalem. But God declared all of this in advance to prove to them that he was in it. Come near to me, hear this. I have not spoken in secret from the beginning. From the time that it was, I was there. And now the Lord God and his spirit have sent me. Now, this is an amazing verse because who is speaking here? We believe it is Jesus Christ. The reason is because he says, I have spoken from the beginning. So it can't be Isaiah speaking here. From the time that it was, I was there. Again, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. And now the Lord God and his spirit have sent me. So you have a beautiful picture here of the Trinity, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Thus says the Lord, your Redeemer. Again, this is Jesus speaking. The Holy One of Israel. I am the Lord your God who teaches you to profit, who leads you by the way you should go. Oh, that you had heeded my commandments. Then your peace would have been like a river and your righteousness like the waves of the sea. Your descendants also would have been like the sand and the offspring of your body like the grains of sand. His name would not have been cut off nor destroyed from before me. And so the Lord declares here that he is Israel's redeemer. He teaches his chosen ones to profit and leads them by the way they should go. And he says, if only you would have heeded my commandments, then none of this would have happened then your peace would have been like a river and your righteousness would have been as consistent as the ocean waves. The ripple effect would have gone to the ends of the earth. But this did not happen because of Israel's idolatry and disobedience. If they would have kept the Lord's commandments, then their descendants would have been as plentiful as the grains of sand on the seashore and they would have lived perpetually in the promised land. Instead, they went into Babylonian captivity for 70 years. Verse 20, go forth from Babylon, flee from the Chaldeans. 
with a voice of singing, declare, proclaim this, utter it to the end of the earth. Say, the Lord has redeemed his servant Jacob. And they did not thirst when he led them through the deserts. He caused the waters to flow from the rock for them. He also split the rock and the waters gushed out. So now he told them, come out of Babylon. It's time. I'm opening the door for you. Don't just stay here where you're comfy cozy, but let's go back to Jerusalem. And as I said, only a remnant would actually obey, unfortunately. But even as he brought them through the wilderness, when he led them out of Egypt, so he would take care of them and lead them out of Babylon back into the promised land. Verse 22, there is no peace, says the Lord for the wicked. Oh, that all people would understand this. We are one of the most anxious nations in the world. People running to and fro, seeking something that will give them peace. But the only peace to be found is through knowing Jesus Christ, who gives us peace with God by redeeming us from our sins and the peace of God to rule our hearts. Do you know his perfect peace? You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. That's calvarytv.org. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us through our website. To listen to previous episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify and please leave us a review. Tomorrow we will see that the Lord called His servant Israel from the womb and He will give His servant to gather Israel to be a light to the Gentiles and to restore the earth. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of Isaiah on Simply the Bible.